and we laugh at them, don't we? Don't we, guys? We laugh because uh, we got to get places, and uh, you, you might not have noticed uh, that they didn't notice, of course, because they're a bunch of socialists, uh, commie socialists from China, I guess, downtown, and uh, it's all spread out, you know? San Antonio's all spread out, 1604, 27 miles around 1604, and it's really big. And so uh, tinky trains and buses ain't going to cut it. We all like our trucks. We all like our cars. But that's not going to stop them from trying. So here I am to warn you of the next big move they're going to make to try to steal your car away from you and put you on a bicycle on your foot or in one of their buses. That is what they tell you in this piece. They are now linking up, colluding with the EPA. The EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, is nothing more than a harassment arm of the federal government. That's all it is. It's here to harass you. That's it. That's the only reason they exist. They're a harassment arm of the federal government. And the EPA is also a taxing entity. In other words, for these folks to be able to tax you more and get more out of your pocket and more out of your hard-earned dollar, in order for them to do that, they can't raise your taxes continually because eventually they get a revolt out of the people. Uh, historically, people get max tax and they revolt, right? And that's when you end up really with a, with a shooting revolt, when people start to shoot back at the government because largely because of taxes. I've always said that they shouldn't be allowed to steal from you prior to you getting your paycheck. You ought to have to write a tax check every single month and cover it that way. And that way, if you had to write a check like you pay your visa bill, then taxes would be super lower because everybody, everybody would be pissed off at the price of taxes, right, and the theft that's going on, i.e., once a year, you get your property valuations, and we're going through that right now, and everybody's pissed off at their property valuations, aren't you? A little mad about that. So the EPA uh, is, is basically the same thing. They're a taxing entity because they can't come back and say, we're going to raise your taxes because you'd run them all out of business. You know, you'd run everybody out. You'd vote everybody out. You'd vote the scandals out, and then they wouldn't be able to. So they raise your taxes through regulations and through fining. I.e., I've used this example many times before, back when they fought for uh, a law against texting while driving. And I don't think people ought to text and drive. I think it's a very dangerous thing. I've been run off the road by somebody who was texting and driving. I think it's a bad thing. But we already had distracted driving laws on the books. But that couldn't get a $700 fine, right, because they didn't enforce that. So, in order to get the $700 fine, they said, well, you can't text while driving. Well, there was already a law that covered texting. It covered everything. It covered hamburger eating. It covered McDonald's eating, you know, your Egg McMuffin this morning, taco eating, coffee drinking, anything that distracted you. But that couldn't get a fine. So, in order to raise revenue, they uh, said you can't text and drive. Well, they're doing the same thing with this. They, this is all about raising revenue, but also it's the commies trying to get you out of your car and controlling what you do, controlling every aspect of your life. It's big government control once again. So the EPA and the city of San Antonio and Bear County have announced a plan to move San Antonio from marginal attainment to moderate attainment. What does all that BS mean at this time of the morning? Well, what it means is you're going to have to go through a whole bunch of hoops. You're going to have to pay a whole bunch more money for inspections. You have to pay a whole bunch more money for fines to cover your vehicle, no matter what it is you drive. It's a tax without calling it a tax. You're going to have to blow your tailpipe. It's exactly what it is. So it means that if they do this and they're heading this way, and that's why I'm sounding the alarm, because you need to let downtown know. Uh, you're going to have to have your vehicle tested for emissions during annual vehicle ins inspections, and that's the tailpipe blow.
And if you're just a little tiny bit over, your shop, your car's got to go in a shop for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of repair. Who's going to pay that when the median income in San Antonio is under 30000 huh? Right. And the price of everything is going up. Let me see. New tailpipe on the car or groceries for the baby? Am I going to buy gas and groceries, which is almost impossible right now, or am I going to put a new tailpipe on the car? But you see, the big government socialists like Ron Nirenberg, they don't give a two cents about you. They could care less what this costs you and what it does to you. They really don't care. Let me tell you something. Your 66 Camaro is not smogging up San Antonio. It's simply not. That's a lie from the pit of hell, and it smells like smoke. So here's the deal. They're going to have a comment period, June 13th. And then, get this, this is funny. They're going to do a virtual hearing on May 9th because they don't want to hear from you. (laughs) A virtual hearing. You know, when everybody's on computer because they don't want you in a room. They don't want to hear from you in a room. They could care less what you got to say about them stealing your car out from underneath you and charging you more. Oh, they're going to charge you more. They're going to charge you more every way they can. They're going to get more and more and more until you're flat broke, until you've got nothing left. So what do they say? Well, these new rules, you'll have to limit your driving. That's right. You can only drive a certain amount of time. You can only drive a certain amount of distance. Limit your driving. You're going to have to carpool. Remember, we're building all those carpool lanes, and in every city where they've built those carpool lanes, what do they do? They sit empty. (laughs) Well, that's not true. There are people in the HOV lane that put dummies in the car with them. And I'm not talking about Ron Nirenberg in this instance. They put dummies in the car with them, and around and around in circles they go until they're caught with the dummy in there. But by and large, HOV lane sits empty. (laughs) So they they got to force people in the HOV lane. Otherwise, they look like dumb idiots for building them, right? Instead of making that a lane for everybody to use, instead of opening that up for all folks to use, they got to force you in the HOV lane. And so combined errands, you you know, you won't be allowed to go to the store like, oh, man, I need some toilet paper. Let me, let me run up to H-E-B. Ah, I forgot to milk. Let me go over here to Walmart and pick up the nap. No, uh-uh. Nope, you got to combine it all. And then here we go. Uh, use public transportation, bike, or walk. So, you know, however far you are away from work, they want you to bike or walk. And then do not use tools that have gasoline motors. They want you to use hand tools. Let's go right back to the Neanderthal days. Let's all get a rock. <laughs> and let's cut the grass with a rock. Pretty much where they are in their thinking. So you got to heads up. The uh, the, the, the uh, proposed action closes on June 13th of 2022. And then they're going to have a virtual meeting, all that, uh, as they're coming to get your car, as they're coming to charge you more to drive your car, as they're coming to force you out of your car and onto public transportation. That day is rapidly approaching San Antonio, and it will happen unless you, the citizens of San Antonio, stand up. And the force has to be incredible. It can't be one or two showing up and saying no to this. It's got to be just tons of people showing up and saying to hell with you. We're not. We are not ruining the air of San Antonio. It's not happening. Okay, so that's what's got to happen. Otherwise, I'm just sitting here on this date telling you on April 14th, my daddy's birthday, letting you know that uh, they're coming after it, and you need to know that.
Joe Biden has hit the lowest approval ratings of his presidency at two more polls, CNBC and Quinnipiac. We'll tell you more about that. The black nationalist racist white hater who allegedly shot up that uh, downtown train station in Brooklyn, uh, turned himself in. Great police work. Uh, we're going to talk more about that coming up. And the Biden administration has extended the federal transportation mask mandate. So no more. You have to wear the mask. Their intent is for you to wear the mask forevermore. And we'll talk more about that coming up as well. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, man, did it get hot yesterday, right? Yeah, about 98 or so yesterday. And with that low humidity, man, it just heated up in a hurry. And, uh, look, uh, Saturday's going to be the same way. It's going to be around 96, possibly even 98 on Saturday. A little bit cooler on Sunday because there's a 20% chance of rain. But we are definitely in the throes of spring and headed right toward a very hot, ready for, you know, lots of sunshine, summertime. Trey Ware here, KTSA, with Don Don. Uh, Don is in for Chris this week. And over there is Elaine. And the phones are up at a 210-599-5555. Now, um, this guy, who's the black nationalist racist white hater, Oh, I'm going to call him that because the alphabet media refuses to refer to any of that. But if it were a white black hater, a white nationalist supremacist black hater, that's all you would hear on CNN and on ABC at the top of every hour. Bum, 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 bum. He's a white supremacist who shot up, you know. But they're not saying it. They refuse to say it. They refuse to call out the fact, the fact that this guy hate whitey. And this guy wanted Whitey dead, and he said it many, many times. They refused to call out the fact that this guy sat in front of CNN and MSNBC. How do we know that? Because we've got the videos. We've, we've seen the videos now. And it just shows that he would watch whatever he was watching. You know, Joy Reid giving Whitey hell, you know, go after Whitey. And then he would click on his camera and turn around and go into a rant, basically taking what MSNBC had to say or CNN had to say and adding the violence part to it about wanting to kill Whitey. So, But they're not saying that. And they refuse to say it. If you remember early on in the investigation, and we covered this here on this show and on Warren Rima, early on in the investigation, they wouldn't even refer to the color of his skin. He's just a guy. He's a dark skin, or he's just a guy who's 5'5". Five, five. He's not even 5'5". Five, five. The dude is every bit of six feet. But anyway... They just had it wrong from the get-go, had the cameras turned off, everything else. Because why? They want to cover for him. They want to cover his background. They want to cover what he's been putting on the Internet. Because he goes against the narrative of the lunatic left, right? We've talked about the narrative of the lunatic left that all white people hate all black people. And that all white people have, what, systemic racism in them, right? That's what CRT is. CRT teaches if you're born white, you hate black people. CRT is if you're born white, and they're teaching this to kids in school, if you're born white, then you hate people. You're you're a racist automatically just because you were born white. And that's what the lunatic left talks about and teaches. So this blows up their entire theory on the lunatic left. Reasonable people know that's not true. Reasonable people actually know that we coexist and we do quite well together and everything is good for the most part. 
But we have video and audio of Joe Biden and Merrick Garland and Lloyd Austin. These are people in the administration. We're talking about the president. We're talking about the attorney general. We're talking about the secretary of defense. We're talking about TV newscasts saying that white supremacy is the nation's biggest challenge and what we really have to get rid of is white supremacy in America. That's the biggest problem we're facing. Well, of course it is to them because, uh, first of all, th- that's politically expedient for them because the nuts on the left love hearing that. But secondly, these guys don't buy gas and groceries, right? They're, they're not down there trying to put a gallon in the tank so they can get to work or to buy some sausage for the kids. That's not what they're doing. So when this guy's out there saying, quote, oh, black Jesus, please kill all the whiteies. Has CNN covered that? Have they played that? Has has ABC played it here on this station or anywhere else? It sounds very much like other ideologically fixated identity-obsessed killers who have emerged since the BLM added a a racial movement of 2020. Like Daryl Brooks Jr., remember? Allegedly plowing his car into the Christmas parade in Wisconsin. Noah Green. Remember how quick that went away? Noah Green, the Nation of Islam, and hear it, rammed a uh, Capitol Police uh, in last April. Now, that went away real fast, isn't it? Now, this guy espoused the uh, uh, rancid, the racist ideology of black supremacy. It was not once known officially as black identity extremism. That's what it was once called. And now we've been assured by the FBI and other legal experts it doesn't exist anymore. It's gone. Black ex- identity extremism is gone. But this guy busted their theory wide open because he posted material on social media linked to black identity extremist ideologies, including Nation of Islam, Black Panthers, Black Liberation Army, BLM, and then an image of black nationalist cop killer Micah Johnson. This is all over his uh, social media. Saying, quote, white people and black people, as we call ourselves, should not have any contact with each other. Mm-hmm. And then his content was removed by YouTube last night it's been up there for years i guarantee you any of those proud boys or whoever spouting any kind of white supremacy stuff kkk whatever it's down immediately we know it because we've seen it removed immediately but somehow if you're a black extremist then you can keep your hateful murderous ideology up on social media and it's okay in another video, he weeped over the uh, the news that Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson is married to a white man. He described him as the enemy. Now, again, he's a fan of CNN. Of course he is. Because in many of the videos, he's sitting in front of CNN on his TV. Joy Reid on his TV. Of white people, he says, I don't know how well-intentioned they can be because if you look down through history of black people in this country, how many, how many, re- how many white people really stood with us or there with us when we really needed them? Really? No whites died in the Civil War? How many whites died in the Civil War fighting for the freedom of slaves? Now, we were told by NYPD hours after the subway attack that it was not terrorism, and now it is. Why? Because, well, <laughs> It's got to be something other than black supremacy. The FBI refuted the reports that James was on any watch list, saying the agents did not previously investigate him. Well, why not? I mean, his murderous ideology was all over the Internet. Maybe if they didn't waste so much time chasing down white supremacy hoaxes 
or involved in whatever was going on against Gretchen Whitmer up in Michigan or involved in what was, whatever was going on on January 6th or politically involved against a congressman in South Texas raiding his home two months before an election. And, and now we find out that Henry Cuellar is not really implicated in any crime. Isn't that interesting, too? You want to talk about a real miscarriage of justice? Two months before the election, the FBI raided Henry Cuellar's home, and of course, the news immediately. Henry Cuellar's home raided by the FBI. He's under investigation by the FBI. Clearly, he's got to be investigated by the FBI. Something about Azerbaijan. FBI raiding Henry Cuellar's home. You better vote for Jessica Cisneros. And now Henry Cuellar is in a runoff against Jessica Cisneros. Wouldn't have been had the FBI not raided his home two months before the vote was taken. But now, as of today, the vote's over and we're told he's not a suspect in any crime. He's not under investigation for any crime is what we're being told now. His only crime as far as the far left and the swamp is concerned, he's a conservative Democrat. That's all. He strayed from the party. He got off the reservation, as Joe Biden says, during the House's recent vote to legalize marijuana. He was also the only Democrat to vote against codifying a right to abortion into federal law, and he's been critical of Joe Biden's border policy or lack thereof. That's the only crime that Henry Cuellar has uh, been accused of, and that's accused by the left-wing nutjobs. Yeah, so today we find out Henry Cuellar's not really under investigation. How politically convenient that his home was raided by the FBI right before the election. Yeah. These agencies, the swamp, they play politics all the time. They're playing it with a, an attempted, uh, alleged attempted killer, mass killer from this week, and they played it with Henry Cuellar. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, let's unseal them, okay? Let's get on the phones. Let's talk. You, me, and a few million other folks, 210-599-5555. Hey there, Trey Ware, it's Thursday. Tomorrow's Good Friday, rolling into Easter weekend. Let's go to line one. And Brad, you're on KTSA. Good morning, sir. Good morning, uh, Trey. My brother was a college student in the 70s, and this is, of course, well before social media or anything. And he had a smart aleck friend who was heard to say, I say again, he was just heard to say, you know, where's the Lee Harvey Oswald when you need one? And this guy had FBI agents knocking on his door like the next day. FBI over something he just spoke. And then, you know, I've been banned and blocked and put in Facebook jail for all kinds of rinky-dink, nitnoid crap, according to the uh, the people that are the supervisors or the minders or monitors. And yet this guy in New York with all this hateful stuff, you know, they deplatformed Donald Trump, but they let this guy still post on Twitter well, and YouTube. Brad, and Brad, like do me a favor. Brad, do me a favor. Look down at the back of your hand. What color is your skin? Yeah, yeah, that's the blatant part of it. That, that That's such a horrible, uh-huh. blatant, double standard. Yep. And, uh, you serve your country. Like you continue to serve yeah. your country. You're a patriot, yeah. and you happen to be a white guy. Those three things right there are something that the the liberal nutjobs in the swamp hate. They hate you for that, yeah, for, for all three of those. And New York has its own transit police, and yet they seem to be MIA. And how many of the security cameras in the subway are working? I bet none of them. 
Oh, it's pathetic. You know, thank you, Brad. Have a good day. It's pathetic. This whole story about cameras being shut down. So, so Epstein, man. Just totally so Epstein on this deal. All right, line two. Bob, you're on KTSA. Morning, sir. Ah, okay, no Bob. All right, 210-599-5555. You want to jump in here, feel free to do so. We're talking about the black nationalist white hater that's the uh, alleged shooter from the uh, uh, from the railway system in New York earlier this week. His rantings on YouTube and others, uh, other social media stayed up for, for years. He's got a rap sheet as long as your arm, your leg, and a 100-yard football field. Oh, he was known to cops. You bet he was known to cops because he was in and out of the system for years. And his rants about how much whitey ought to be killed if the fbi didn't wake up and pay attention to that then the fbi is not going to pay attention to anything or any of the other organizations in a city new york city that has to be super careful due to all the terrorism and all the acts that have been attempted against new york city you'd think that this guy would be standing up and standing out on their radar screen but instead we had an overthrow of the government on january 6th you see and that's what we got to pay attention to we have to pay attention to all the white supremacists in the military says lloyd austin the secretary of defense folks i you know the upper echelon i'm not talking about you guys out here in a field doing your job that's that's not you just like when we talk about teachers, most of the teachers that I know are doing a great job. But in, in Washington, inside the Beltway, inside what is known as the swamp, and there's not a better description for Washington, D.C. and what goes on, it's totally criminal. It's it's broken. It's anti-American. It's anti-patriotism. Uh, it is everything that is wrong with our country resides inside of Washington, D.C. right now. And this is a prime example of it. This right here, what's going on. Uh, by the grace of God, we didn't have a whole bunch of people that were killed earlier this week on that subway system up there. Uh, but also, the guy was able to, to do it and get away with it because of political correctness, because the system is broken, because they want to make sure that they give a skate and a pass to people like him. Again, if the guy's skin would have been white, we'd be hearing a different story today, and you know it, and they know it. And the media is covering for him because he's a black man who hated white people. That doesn't make me a racist, doesn't make you a racist, it just makes a fact out of the situation. Joe Biden, two polls released this week, CNBC and Quinnipiac, showing that he's sunk to the lowest levels of his presidency and headed down even further. The CNBC All-America Economic Survey found that most people do not think the American economy is doing well. No joke, Charlie. The economy is in poor condition, they say. Americans who said the economy was in good or excellent was the lowest since 2014. It's never been this low. Said the economy would get worse over the next year, and the majority believe there will be a recession in the next year. Biden's approval has sunk to an all-new level. Now, low, and now in the Quinnipiac poll, they found similar results overall. Biden's general approval rating is down at 33 percent. Not hearing much about that on the alphabet media, but I do recall when Donald Trump's polls went down, they led with that every night. Here's David Muir. Uh, Donald Trump's polling numbers are in the dirt. Biden administration extending federal transportation mask mandate again. They don't want it to go away. So Joe Biden says you got to mask up if you're going to get on an airplane, a train, other transportation hubs. You have to wear a mask past April 18th. Of course, they're getting rid of the COVID protections at the border. 
So if you're traveling across the border illegally to get into the United States, no mask required, no vax required, no nothing required, come on across the border. We're going to give you a cell phone, an iPad. We're going to give you food. We're going to give you clothing. You see how nicely those people were dressed as they got off that bus in D.C. yesterday? Wow, we! <laughs> I know how much clothes like that cost because I got two grand girls. I know what stuff like the skinny jeans and those backpacks and those really funky shirts that those people were wearing yesterday. And they got lids on, man. Oh, some of those dudes that stepped off that bus, they got lids. They look good. You know, straight build, holding the whole nine yards. If you come from San Salvador, I guarantee you you're not coming up here to $1,200 pair of Nike. I promise you it's not happening. If you're coming from Africa, <laughs> or if you're coming from Venezuela, or if you're coming from uh, Yemen, I promise you you don't have skinny jeans that cost $500 when you come across. I promise you you're getting them from the American taxpayer. Look at them, man. They are dressed to the nines. They're healthy. They're getting good food. They got the cell phones. They're all tweeting or whatever they're doing with the cell phone because they're scrolling when they got off the bus yesterday. Oh, yeah. And you know who's paying that bill. Meanwhile, the airlines have once again asked for the end of the federal mask mandate. Once again yesterday when the CDC said we're going to extend it. Airlines saying it makes no sense that people are still required to wear masks on airplanes and they're allowed to congregate in crowded restaurants, schools, sporting events. I'll toss in the border without having to wear a mask. The safest place you can be is on an airplane. It's the safest mode of transportation in America, period, bar none. And it's also very safe when it comes to the air. Every droplet of air, and we'll just call it droplets for now, every droplet of air, every molecule of air is overturned every two and a half minutes on an airplane through a HEPA filter, the strongest you can get. In fact, let me just add one thing to that before the break. You and I, the taxpayers of America, spent billions of dollars for schools to add the same filtration systems that are on airplanes. Billions. So if the federal government is saying that it's good enough, that the, the air filtration that's in an airplane is good enough for our children in schools... <laughs> Don't you think it ought to be good enough for the rest of us to get on an airplane? Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Ah. Uh. That's my boy Billy, BFG. Yep. 552-KTSA-210-599-5555-210-599-5555. Hold on just a minute here. Headline says two inmates at all women's New Jersey jail are pregnant after both had sex with transgender prisoners. Wait a minute. If you're a dude acting like a girl and you have sex with another girl, doesn't that make you a lesbian? The ACLU, the Anti-Christian League, the ACLU, won the battle to house 27 trans inmates. There's no such thing as trans. You're a guy. You're wearing a dress. You're a guy in a dress. <laughs> you're going to die a guy. Maybe in a dress. You can be buried in your dress if you want, but you're still a guy. 
This is the Edna Mahan Correctional Facility in Clinton, New Jersey. Of course it's in Clinton, New Jersey. Where else would it be? It is unclear if the women had sex with the same transgender... See, they say women. That's not... It's not true. There's no such thing as a transgender woman if you're a dude. You're a dude pretending to be a woman. So let's put it this way. It's unclear if the women had sex with the same dude pretending to be a woman. Edna Mahan houses 27 dudes pretending to be women. We told you... I told you that when they started this mess, this stupidity... That these dudes are going to get convicted and they're going to say, I'm a girl, put me in the girl's prison. And they do, man. And it's like, wow, Saturday night with four bottles of tequila. Let's rip and go. You know, they got 800 inmates in there and they got 27 of them as dudes pretending to be women. That ratio is pretty good for the dudes. Pretty good ratio. The correctional facility began to house inmates by gender identity last year after reaching a settlement lawsuit from the ACLU. The only women's prison in the state does not require transgender inmates to proceed with reassignment surgery or anything else. So there's no requirement. You don't have to prove. (laughs) Oh, man, you love it. So anyway, now they're pregnant. Who couldn't see this one coming, right? Huh? I told you lunatics are running the show, baby. And uh, over here, the people that are reasonable people, reasonable people know. When a dude's convicted of a crime, he ought to go to prison with the dudes because if he gets to choose, which they're letting them do now, uh, then they're going to, of course, choose the women's prison. Um, also, and I, and I hope these guys do end up with some prison time. Remember that old story about all this in Loudoun, Virginia last year, and the parents? It started this whole parents getting involved in their schools movement. Remember when those officials up there on the school board said, we don't have any problems with boys raping girls in the bathroom. And parents knew that wasn't true because their daughters had been raped in the bathroom by a dude. Remember that, that whole story? And they had the head of the school board up there. That that Ziegler guy, the superintendent, Scott Ziegler. No, we don't. No, it hasn't happened here at all. Uh uh-uh, uh, we haven't had any. Uh, no, no boys dressed like girls wearing a skirt have gone into the girls' bathroom and raped girls. Nope. Uh uh-uh, uh, wrong. And you had parents out there saying, "Oh no, my daughter was raped." Well, we found out that their daughters were raped, and it was a dude wearing a skirt was allowed in the girls' bathroom. But you see, the school board up there. And the superintendent, all of them, they were so hell-bent on this transgender nuttiness, right? That was all they cared about. And, and, and at the time, they were in the middle of trying to push that policy through. So they were lying to the parents. They were lying to government officials. They were covering up a crime in a bathroom. And what they did was they transferred the boy, the skirt-wearing boy, over to another school where he did it again. Well, now, Loudoun officials could face criminal charges for rape cover-up. There's a grand jury investigation that's going on right now. I said at the time, I believe they're at least, at the very least, accessories to the second one because they didn't take that boy to justice. They didn't call the cops on him. They didn't do what they should have done on the first one. They simply transferred him to another school where he did it again. So, yeah, what else does that make them? When you're covering up a crime, when you're in a position 
to out the crime and call in the officials and protect young women, but your politics is more important to you than protecting a little girl in the bathroom. What does that make you? In my book, I don't know what you call it, but in my book, you're a scumbag. But you're also, in my book, totally and completely complicit in that crime. Because you had the opportunity to stop it and prevent it and keep it from happening, and instead your politics ruled the day. I hope the grand jury does come back and indict them. We'll see what happens. Back in just a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. And recession, infla- recession follows inflation. The way you beat it is to prepare. And I want my people, you guys, I want you prepared for what's coming. Okay, one of the things that I'm blessed with, or it could be a curse, is being able to be a futurist and see what's coming. Most of the stuff that I tell you that we talk about today, I I talked about six months ago. And uh, it was a gift that my daddy, who's today would have been his birthday. But anyway, uh, it's a gift that he gave me, being a futurist. And so we got to get prepared, folks. We got to be ready for what's coming. So I'll get you those details coming up. But let me just go to the phones here at 210-599-5555. I love talking with you. Let's go to line one. And Daniel, you're on KTSA. Good morning, sir. Yes. Why can't we get a whole, you know, about 400 Vietnam vets say we're part of the Ukraine military and we need supplies and equipment and tanks and everything? <laughs> go to the border. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate it. Um, let's talk about this for just a second. I got some. I got some border stories. Attention, vets who voted for Biden. He's turning his back on you. He is turning his back on you. If you are a vet and you serve this country, and you voted for Joe Biden, and I know you're out there because I can see your faces. Some of you uh, uh, that I know right now voted for Joe Biden. And you're a vet. He is betraying your vote. He's betraying your confidence. On March 29th, 2022, a CBP report indicated a surge of border crossings imminent due to the president dropping Title 42. And that report represents a dire situation according to the federal government. Their numbers, not mine. Their numbers, not a right-wing conservative organization numbers. Their numbers. Approximately eighteen to 20,000 illegal crossers a day. There's 150,000 sitting on the other side of the border ready to flood in right now instantaneously. 540,000 in one single month. And it would go up from there to a million or more per month. So the Biden administration right now is talking about moving VA medical staff away from veterans' health care and hospitals to go down to give whatever care the illegal immigrants will need. Taking doctors away, I mentioned this a month ago, when they first started talking to get rid of Title 42, and now it looks like they're moving in that direction. Wait times right now for a veteran to see their doctor averages between 22 and 42 days for a vet to see their doctor. 22 to 42 days. Let me ask you vets who voted for Biden, how long does it take you to get in to see your doctor? On average, 22 to 42 days. Guess what? He starts moving your doctors and your medical personnel from the VA down to the border to give the illegal aliens whatever it is they need in terms of health care. What's going to happen to your health care? What's going to happen to your wait time? What's going to happen to your well-deserved and the promise that America made to you to take care of you if you served our country? 
Joe Biden doesn't. Joe Biden doesn't care about you. He cares about bringing in voters from the South. So those of you who voted for Joe Biden, if you're a vet and you honorably serve this country and you expect this country to fulfill its duty, your commander-in-chief, your president that many of you voted for, is now ready to drop you into grease, let you suffer, some cases die, in order to take care of voters who are streaming across the border. That's the reality. Now, on the television at this very moment and since yesterday, what you're seeing is a whole bunch of lines of trucks down south getting into the United States, and we're hearing stories about fruits and avocados that are going bad on these trucks, all because Greg Abbott decided he was going to have this big thing, this inspection down along the border. And now all the food is spoiling down along the border because the Mexican truckers can't get in here. And it's all Greg Abbott's fault. In fact, uh, Jen Psycho yesterday said, uh, well, he's responsible. Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott and Vladimir Putin are responsible for the inflation that we're having. <laughs> yeah, I, I call her Jen Psycho for a reason, and that's why. <laughs> yeah, Greg Abbott is responsible for the inflation now. Well, it was Vladimir Putin. Before that, before that, uh, you know, they got an excuse all along the way. It's responsible for it. But now it's it's Greg Abbott's fault. But the truth of the matter is he's doing what the president should be doing. Because now Greg Abbott has forced the governor of Nuevo León to secure part of the Texas-Mexico border. Greg Abbott and Governor Sam Garcia have signed a memorandum of understanding that the border would be secure in Nuevo León, right there at the bridge. It's the Columbia Solidarity International Bridge. And that Nuevo León would start doing their part to secure that area. This is something Joe Biden should have done. And the leadership of Greg Abbott on this issue now, the governors from Tamalapas, from Coahuila, from Chihuahua, as well as the chief officer of North American Unit, Mexican Secretary of Foreign Affairs, they now are calling Greg Abbott asking for the same memorandum of understanding. It's very simple. Joe Biden could have done this. Joe Biden didn't want to do it. By the way, one of the advantages of all these trucks being stopped, some 1,000 of these trucks that have been found with defective brakes and defective tires and defective lighting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, have now been taken off the roads. The DPS has a duty, the DPS has a duty to inspect these vehicles and make sure they're in good shape. I have complained for years, after NAFTA got put into place, I complained for years here on KTSA about these trucks coming out of Mexico that are junk, pure junk and danger. Bad brakes, bad tires, defective lighting, everything in the world on these junky trucks out of Mexico, and they've been driving up and down 35. Well, just this week, in the past couple of days, in fact, a thousand of these uh, coffin killers have been out there and taken off the highway. Eighty-four of the drivers have been taken off the highway. That's good for you and me, because that makes I-35 safer place got it done this week because of Greg Abbott's move. The only people that are not happy about this are people like the hammer. <laughs> you know, turn on your TV, you see those big rig chasing attorneys. They love truck crashes, baby. They love those pieces of junk coming out of Mexico, killing people on the highways up here. That's moolah in their pocket. 
But there's a thousand less of them today. So those attorneys won't be making nearly as much money. And I say keep it up. Keep our highways safe. Let's go to line one. And, George, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, George. Good morning, Trey. Hey, I was uh, was watching the news the other night, and I made this comment off the cuff. And it showed Biden and uh, Harris walking somewhere. And I I told my wife, I said, you know what? There is a set of bookends for stupid. And... Dumb and dumber, and baby. And, and, as, and as far as the uh, the healthcare goes, I'm a I'm a hundred percent disabled vet, and I've been waiting for probably I want to say an easy five months to get a broken tooth fixed, and I ain't got it done yet. Well, uh, and thank you, uh, George. I hope you didn't vote for uh, for Joe Biden. I appreciate your call. I I do know vets who voted for Joe Biden. I have no clue why. Because nobody was a stronger advocate for vets and cleaning up a bunch of the mess in the veteran services than was Donald Trump. But anyway, you bought off on a deal. You, you got sold a bill of goods. You, you willingly decided that, that you, you were going to uh, lay in bed with a guy who has never been a fan of the military. I don't care what he says at the end of his, his uh, speeches. You go back and look at his votes and look at his track record for 50 years. He's never been a fan of the military. So uh, that's Joe Biden, and now he wants to take your doctors away and have them go treat illegal aliens crossing our border illegally. He wants them to get medical care before you do. So, George, you've waited five months. Get ready for about two-year wait on your services, all right? Well, it's uh, 617. i got to tell you about Primo Processing, and I, I just want to talk about the Primo Passion for a second. That's a, that's a, uh, a term I've coined, the Primo pr- Passion. I was down there with my friend John Sadie yesterday. We went to Primo Processing for a visit, and we took a little tour of the facilities and talked to the guys there, the ladies there as they were doing their processing and all that kind of stuff. And one thing you pick up on immediately, whether you're talking to Colin or whether you're talking to some, the butcher or anybody else there at Primo Processing, is their passion. They're really passionate about what they do. They really care. They're fired up. This isn't just a job. And I appreciate that. This has never been a job to me. This is this has been my life's passion. And you go to Primo Processing, and you notice that, too, with these folks. Colin will talk for days. You finally just have to say to him, man, I'm going to go because I'm taking up way too much of your time. But he'll talk for days about Primo, about what they do in processing, about the meats that they offer and sell there. And that's one of the reasons I was there. I picked some up. And they are just fantastic about this. Their, their passion just shows through in everything that they do. So they, they want to get you this. Uh, tray wear sampler box that we put together. It's got jerky, all kinds of jerky. It's got primo sticks. It's got all kinds of sausage. It's loaded up. The box is packed full of great chow so that you can experience the primo passion. And all you got to do is use my name when you log on to primo-processing.com. My name is Ware, W-A-R-E. You get a 10% discount and free shipping anywhere in the United States. That's Ware, W-A-R-E, primo-processing.com. The AccuWeather forecast, well, it's going to be warm. Today, mostly sunny, high of 87. Yesterday, we got up to 98, so not quite as hot today, but still very warm. Tomorrow, going to be cloudy and warm and more humid, 87 for Good Friday. And then on Saturday, sun. This is Jamie Martin. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, no, I'm good with it. If you're a surgeon and you like ACDC, I'm good. With, I listen to him on the motorcycle. 
I just don't want you necessarily bobbing your head and making devil horns with your fingers while you're trying to cut on me, all right? If you don't mind, just focus on what you're doing. <laughs> Pay close attention. I got some really important parts I don't want missing when I wake up, if you know what I mean. 624, Trey Ware, KTSA, uh, Ron DeSantis, my, my man from Florida, the governor of Florida, my man. I was the first to start screaming about him a long time ago that he's got to be it. He's got to be it. He is it. He is a man that was, in my view, born to be president of the United States. As an example, I told you yesterday, he said, I don't care what anybody else does. As long as I'm governor of the, the state of Florida, the people of Florida will not be locked down, prohibited, or otherwise cause problems by any kind of virus or anything else. This is a free state, and we're going to treat you as a free person of this state, and you are not going to be prohibited or restricted in your movement in any way, full stop. That's what we need to hear on the national level. You wouldn't be putting these stupid rags on your face to get on an airplane if Ron DeSantis was the President of the United States. It would have been gone a long time ago. Remember when he... Oh, do you? Okay, play it, Don. Let's listen to it. So I just want to be very clear... As long as I sit in the chair in which I sit, no Floridian will be restricted, mandated, or locked down in any possible way. And so when you see some of these folks who want to impose that, and let's just be clear, you look over the last two years, there is a cottage industry that was developed Right. Lockdown politicians and media personalities right. who would either impose or support lockdown policies in their jurisdictions or advocated on their TV shows, criticize Florida mercilessly, and then the yep. first chance they get to get out from under the yoke of those bad policies, you see yep. them in Miami or Palm Beach or all these other places. And if I had a dollar for every lockdown politician that escaped their own policies to come to our free state, I would be set for life. That's so good, man, which is so true, right? AOC and all of them who locked down New York and their states and the federal government got on airplanes and went to Florida where they could be free. So Ron DeSantis said yesterday, well, okay, first of all, you remember the big story yesterday during Ware and Rima was the, um, uh, the, the, the illegal immigrants that had been bused to D.C. and were dropped off right in front of Fox News and the Capitol at D.C. Remember that was going on yesterday, right? Well, those guys who were dressed really nicely and they had cell phones, all of this paid for by you and me, by the American taxpayer, really nice tennis shoes on. The dudes had really good lids on. They all had great backpacks. Sure, they came from San Salvador. You bet. Uh huh. I got you. Well, anyway, they get off the bus up there in D.C. and guess where they wanted? What they wanted? They were demanding transportation to Miami. They got off the bus in D.C. They said, "Hey, take me to Miami now. We want to go to Miami now. Take us to Miami." Ron DeSantis said, <laughs> "Do not come to Florida." <laughs> Life will not be easy for you because we are obligated to uphold the immigration laws of this country, even if our federal government and other states will not. Florida is not a sanctuary state, and our social programs are designed to serve the citizens of our state. This governor will protect the sovereignty of the state of Florida. Tell me we don't need him for president. Tell me that. He went on to say, if you come here illegally, 
you have been done a great disservice by the Biden administration. They have encouraged you to make dangerous treks, oftentimes at great physical distress to you and your family, and sometimes this has even meant putting your fate into the hands of dangerous coyotes and human traffickers. Well, the federal government is part of the human trafficking cycle. They're the last uh, link in the chain for human trafficking. The Biden administration is a human trafficking organization. Finally, he went on to say, there is a legal process to obtain full American citizenship, which is an essential part of the promise of America. In Florida, we will uphold that law. Can we have an election right now and run Ron DeSantis, please? 210-599-5555. Lifestyles Unlimited. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate mentor program that's going to teach you how to invest in real estate successfully, and that's the key right there. It's not just some a few principles or ideas or thoughts that they have, and now you're on your own. Go on. See you later. No, these mentors like David Fisher and their team at Lifestyles Unlimited, they live, eat, and breathe this stuff. I know David personally. I hear from him almost every single day. And the man really understands it. He gets it, but not only does he get it for himself and for his wife and their family, but he gets it also for everybody else. They want, at Lifestyles Unlimited, they want everybody, meaning you, to experience the difference that real estate investing can make in your own life, like retiring and retiring in five years or less, becoming somebody who's independent, who's working for themselves, who owns their own business, that's building a financial legacy like he is doing for his kiddos, building a financial legacy for them. You can do the exact same thing going into business for yourself in real estate, and they're going to teach you how. Here's the first step. Go to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, and use my name, Ware, W-A-R-E. That's your promo code for incredible savings and to get you signed up at Lifestyles Unlimited. That's FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Your promo code is Ware, San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. What you gonna do, BJ? That's what I thought. 6.38 now, KTSA. Easter Sunday's gonna be hot. Prepare for that. Tomorrow, day off for a lot of folks. So, you know, tomorrow is a Good Friday. And the implications of that and what that means to our lives, what this weekend means to our lives, big changer, man. Most important weekend, most of us, and I'm one of them who, who, who says this, most important weekend on the Christian calendar. I, I, I know the whole Christmas is, is super important, but this weekend, as is, is we roll into the only time uh, God came to earth in the form of a human being, and sacrifice himself so that we could be reunited with him because sin separated us from God. And there's nothing that we could have done on our own, nor did we even have the desire of the will inside of us on our own to do anything about that separation of sin. And we see what it means, right? I mean, we live in a world right now, we live in a country right now that has a lot of ills and a lot of problems. It's very sick. When you talk about many of the issues that you hear us talk about on this station and me on my show, 
It goes back to one thing and one thing only, and that's the fact that we're separated from God. And we've never been this far from him, ever, as, as a people I'm talking about. This is the farthest we have as a nation who have wandered away from God. And we don't even, on our own, have anything inside of us that says we want to get back to him. We want to serve ourselves. That's the whole point of original sin, the Garden of Eden, the fall of man, etc. The Bible's very clear about those issues. But he wanted us to be reconnected. He wanted that relationship to exist with us. So the only way that could happen was he had to come here. And he did in the form of a man, Jesus Christ. And not only did he come here, but then he knew the sacrifice that had to be made so that that exchange could happen, so that we would have that desire to want to be with him, so that we would be able to be with him. God is a holy God cannot exist around sin. It just can't happen. His holiness will not allow him, will not allow sin to be in the presence of him. So there had to be a bridge. That gap had to be stopped. And Jesus Christ was that bridge. When he stretched out his arms on the cross, he had us in one hand and the Father in the other hand, and he was the bridge between us and the Father. But it didn't end there. It didn't end on Friday. Because they took him down off the cross and they put him in Joseph's tomb on Friday. And quite frankly, a lot of people thought it was over at that point. A lot of people started to go back to their homes. A lot of people said, well, this thing is over, because they were looking for an earthly Messiah. They were looking for somebody who was going to cause revolution that was going to be a political revolution. But he was very clear, my kingdom is not of this earth. This is not a political revolution. This is a spiritual revolution. This is a spiritual reconnection. This is me coming to sacrifice myself for your sins to reconnect you with Father God so that you can live in his presence forever. Because in your current state, you can't. It's an impossibility. Again, sin cannot coexist in God's presence. But through Jesus, you can. Through faith and trust and confidence in what he did on the cross on that day, you can. You can live in his presence forevermore. And that's a fact. And Scripture points that out so clearly. But again, the story didn't end on Friday, because on Sunday, when the women went to the tomb to prepare the body with the spices, uh, they didn't find him in the tomb. He wasn't in the tomb. They found men dressed in very white clothing, (laughs) super white clothing, the brightest you've ever seen, because they were angels reflecting the glory of God. That's what that brightness was. That was the glory of God reflecting off the angels. And they said, fear not, he's not here. He told you he was going to get up out of the grave. And because he got up out of that grave, you will too if you have faith, trust, confidence in him. If you have a relationship, a moment by moment, daily by daily relationship with Jesus Christ, one day he'll come for you. And you'll get up out of the grave to live forevermore with him as well. That's the gospel message. That's the message that has been preached now for over 2,000 years. That's the hope that we have. The living hope is what the Bible calls it, the living hope that we have of what this weekend means. That, yes, the cross happened on Friday, but on Sunday, the glorious opening of the tomb and the resurrection of Jesus Christ bringing new life 
to all of us who believe and place our faith and trust and hope and confidence in him. So I hope you'll do that today. It's a life changer. It means everything for your eternal destiny. And it's the most wonderful thing that could ever happen to anyone is experiencing that transformation, that exchange, your life for his. And the best part, while it cost him everything, doesn't cost you anything, nothing. He did it for you, and it's free. All you got to do is say yes. It's that simple. Yes. Quick break, back in just a minute. I want to tell you about Stevens Roofing here. You talk about people that just love San Antonio, and they want to do everything possible because they are San Antonians themselves. Of course, the, the family, Ed and his wife, and their entire family is involved at Stevens Roofing. they got wonderful family members. They're all San Antonio folks. This is a true through-and-through through San Antonio company over at Stevens Roofing. And with all these storms that have been going on, and you know it is springtime, those storms are going to continue to come through. They can pop up and crop up at any time this time of the year. Stevens Roofing is here to help you get through all of that. Stevens Roofing is the company that will make sure that your roof is thoroughly inspected, free of charge and no obligation whatsoever. Stevens Roofing is the company that will meet with your insurance company to show them exactly what needs to be done. And Stevens Roofing is here for you. Stevens Roofing has your family covered at 210-785. Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Uh, by the way, uh, tomorrow morning at 6.35, Pastor Matt Hagee from Cornerstone is going to join me, and we're going to talk more about this weekend and the change in lives. It's so important. So, And it, nothing more important that our world needs right now than to draw closer to God. And tomorrow, Matt and I will discuss that at 6.35. i, I got to tell you about something that's coming down the pike. You know, a, a lot of what I try to talk about here, and I mentioned this earlier, is the future and what's going on. And, and where we're headed. A lot of stuff you hear me talk about today, I mentioned to you, you know, weeks or months ago, because I really be, believe in being prepared. So here's something that you need to pre uh, be prepared for, but also you probably need to get involved in. Yesterday it was announced that the EPA and big government San Antonio, they want to crack down on your vehicle. They want to come after it. Now, the EPA is nothing more than a taxing entity. They're a harassment arm of our government meant to tax you. A lot of these agencies and a lot of the things that these agencies do as far as fining and regulations and having to sign up for this and pay for it and be licensed for that and pay for it, it's just taxation. That's all it is. And they do that. The politicians set up these agencies and do these things, first of all, to make government bigger to lord it over you, to exercise more control over your everyday life, but also to make money. I'll give you an example, one that you can relate to and one that I fought here in San Antonio, and I knew I was going to lose it, but I, you know, I fought it anyway, and that was the, the cell phone ticketing. No, I'm not for texting while driving. I think it's a really bad idea. It stinks. I've been run off the road by somebody texting and driving, so I'm not for it. But we already had a law. It was distracted driving. You're not allowed to drive distracted. And because they couldn't make the requisite amount of money out of distracted driving, they latched on to something. You know, don't let a good crisis go to waste. They latched on to something that they could get into the headlines, and that was people driving along and texting, because we've all seen it. 
So instead of charging them with distracted driving and ticketing them with that, they said, oh, no, it's got to be cell phone usage in your car. You can't even touch your cell phone or we're going to hit you with a $1,000 fine. Nothing more than a tax. Nothing more than a tax. Well, the EPA is the same way. Exercising control over you and taxing you, that's what the EPA does. So they announced yesterday they're moving uh, Bear County into non-attainment, moderate non-attainment. What that means is... If they're successful in moving Bear County into moderate non-attainment, you're going to have to go get your vehicle inspected every year, but not only the typical inspecting, your, your tailpipe's going to have to blow. And if your tailpipe blows too many particles of whatever they decide the particles ought to be, you have no input in that. They get to decide. Some bureaucrat that, that doesn't know you gets to decide that. And if that happens, then your car's out of attainment. You either got to park it, or you got to go get it fixed for thousands of dollars, which nobody has right now. Imagine, am I going to buy gas, groceries, or am I going to fix a tailpipe on my car? Well, EPA fining you a couple of grand every time they stop you, every time you get stopped when you're out of attainment. Yeah, uh, they're going to get your hip pocket, and that's the point. The whole point is to get into your hip pocket. Well, there's a second point, too, for people like Nirenberg and others. And that second point is for you to get out of your car and out of your truck and here's what they said yesterday. They want you to combine your errands. They want you to carpool. Remember, they're building all these HOV lanes all over town. And in any city where they build those HOV lanes, they're empty. So, I mean, somebody will put a mannequin in the car with them, but they run empty most of the time. And they've got to justify keeping you out of the high occupancy lane. Instead of building that lane and saying, there's another lane, everybody use it, which would alleviate traffic issues. If you added another lane, they're going to restrict access to that lane. So they can use it as government officials, and you can use it as long as you got a car full of people. Instead of just saying, everybody use it, and traffic will keep going, and we'll cut down on smog that way. They want you to limit your driving. They want you to get on public transportation. They want you to bike and walk to work. Also, they want you to get rid of your weed eater and lawnmower and all that stuff. If it uses gas, I guess we're supposed to go back to Neanderthal days and use rocks. So my point in bringing it up is they're going to have uh, hearings now through June 13th. <laughs> and get this, those little wanny babies, they're going to have a virtual hearing on May 9th. <laughs> a virtual hearing, because they don't want to see you face-to-face. -face. Now, folks, I can't tell you how important it is to knock this one back and stop this. Because once they get their foot in the door on this deal, once they lock you out on attainment, and you're going to be here. Well, you're not going to hear too much about it because the media will help them get this done. Uh, you're going to be restricted. Your movement's going to be restricted. Your vehicle's going to be restricted. It's going to become more expensive to inspect your vehicle. Inspection costs are going to go up. Plus, the tailpipe thing is, is something. And, and look, how many people in San Antonio, Texas, a very poor community overall, a median income community overall, how many of them are going to be able to drive in an old car, right? Because that's the situation we're all in. We're not trading up like we used to. We're not buying cars like we used to. More and more of us are going to be buying or, or keeping the same car, which eventually that car, that truck is going to be out of attainment. A lot of you are out of attainment right now. And so when that happens, who's going to pay to put new tailpipes on the cars of the poor? The guy who's just trying to get to the next job so he can paint the house, he can barely put gasoline in the truck right now, much less new tailpipe on it, new emission system on it. You're going to get to pay for it. Just like right now, Nirenberg is getting into your hip pocket to put housing on people and to improve people's homes, remodel people's homes. He's charging you to do that. That's called socialism.
As Barack Obama said, that's called spreading it around a little bit. So if you don't flood them with your comments between now and uh, and that date, uh, again, it's June 13th, if you don't flood them with, with comments between now and then, uh, you get whatever you pay for. And, and I, I know, uh, you know it gets to be frustrating when you, only, when you have 87% of the people of Bear County who do not turn out to vote. 87% do not vote in Bear County. So I, I realize that this is a, a, an uphill climb and a stiff uphill climb, but folks, I'm going to tell you, and just mark this day down, April 14th, what would have been my daddy's birthday, Mark this day down that um, uh, you're not going to like what they're going to do to you as far as your vehicle is concerned and as far as transportation is concerned if they get this thing done. You're not going to like the increased costs. You're not going to like the limited mobility. You're not going to like the rules and regulations they're going to put on your life about where you go and when you go there and when you put gasoline in your vehicle. You're not going to like it. It's more big government crashing down on our heads. And that's the plan. Government is already way too big and has way too control over, too much control over our lives. And it's just another way for them to expand big government, make it so onerous on our lives where we don't have any more freedom left and taking more, taking more money away from us. And I don't know about you, but I work way too hard for my money for them to continue to get in my hip pocket. Where in Ryman coming up next, KTSA.